Hello everyone. Welcome to the third episode of HML Blabbers. In today's episode, we have with us Manda Marathe, a digital marketing consultant and entrepreneur. He founded his own digital marketing agency Briefcase in 2013 and has been doing many other things simultaneously. So, welcome Manda. How are you and how's the lockdown been for you? Hey, thank you so much Sanidhya for having me over. The lockdown uh... has been good and bad i mean uh, bad from a business perspective mm-hmm. uh, initially but now things are recovering and from a personal perspective i think uh, it has been good it has really given me the time to reflect and to think about uh, a lot of things that i didn't have time to pay attention to yeah so uh, so i wanted to know about your journey uh, how did briefcase start and what were you doing before that great uh so briefcase we started in 2013 uh, i did it with uh, a colleague of mine purab uh, whom i had met at uh, my previous uh, digital agency that we were both of us were working for okay. it was uh, a part of ipg group called as reprise media and we worked there for a couple of years uh, before we decided to start briefcase specifically to cater to the small and medium enterprise uh, business market mm-hmm. and uh, you know go independent so that's how briefcase started i think before that i've been an agency guy for i think more than 11 years now uh, oh. so before briefcase i was at reprise media for 3 years and before that I was in Boston with uh, Digitas, which is a part of Publicis Group, for three and a half uh, years. So uh, I've been in the agency space, the digital marketing agency space, for six and a half years before I started Briefcase. So now, more than thirteen years, I would say, uh, in the digital marketing space. Okay, so uh, like, can you tell us a bit about like what does Briefcase do exactly? great so briefcase is uh, a digital marketing agency as i mm-hmm. said specifically focused in the sme segment mm-hmm. so we have worked with more than 100 clients uh, till date we have a small team of 27 people all of uh, it has been bootstrapped so till okay. uh, last year i think we grew to close to 3 crores uh, in revenue uh, all bootstrapped Oh. and uh, we focus majorly on uh, you know the healthcare sector as well as education and edtech now uh, apart from that i would say in terms of our uh, services although we offer 360 digital mm-hmm. we have uh, planned or focused our attention on search engine optimization pay per click uh, or paid digital media advertising as well as social media marketing so these would be our three core services uh, that we focus on when it comes to any of the sme or you know startup businesses yeah so like during this lockdown digital marketing has been a savior for brands right uh, even brands who weren't already doing it are now active on social media so uh, i think because of this people who were a bit skeptical about its scope in the beginning have also started believing in it and have realized its potential um what do you think what is the effect of this lockdown on digital marketing 
So I would say it's not uh, uniform across all the companies, mm-hmm. right? So especially smaller companies that have finite marketing budgets and uh, lower marketing budgets, I would say they the first time first thing that happens when you know you're struck with an externality. Mm-hmm. is you cut down your uh, marketing budget so yeah. that's what happened with most of our clients is that either the operations got shut down or impacted because of the pandemic and that's why they had to shut down the operations temporarily mm-hmm. and uh, that resulted in you know complete cut down of the digital marketing budgets so that's the case i would say for most of the companies is the business owners and uh, or decision makers would first strike off the marketing budget and uh, so digital marketing got impacted i would say earlier on in march april may till may and i think it got impacted and uh, then there were some industries that uh, came out winning uh, from this pandemic so i would say uh, the education or ed tech industry Yeah. Uh, we have a, a couple of healthcare companies, uh, hospitals, and diagnostic labs that, uh, because of the nature of the work or services they are providing, they were flourishing in uh, this uh, situation. So they started, uh, you know, increasing their digital marketing budget. So uh, I would say it's not not equally affected all of them uh, in a positive way, and I mean everyone is not. moved completely towards digital marketing but a lot of the uh, small businesses have reduced their budgets the large businesses that uh, have budgets on marketing are spending on digital channels so for example i would say uh, you can take the classic case of the current ipl that's ongoing right you'll see mm-hmm. that most of the uh, i would not call them startups but funded uh, startups maybe series a series b funded startups mm-hmm. are pumping in huge amount of monies on uh, the ipl and most of the advertising is uh, done on tv as well as on ott platforms specifically for digital so advertising and spends have gone up on uh, ott platforms on online platforms right uh, e-commerce mm-hmm. spending has gone up from uh, maybe in the past couple of or months or so so businesses are just you know regaining uh, what they have uh, would have invested earlier but i again would want to say that uh, we would not reach the same budgets uh, and the same level of investments that digital marketing got uh pre pandemic so uh, we are still not here uh, although some of the industries like you'd see an academy udemy um, yeah. you know uh, coursera all of these guys ed tech guys are advertising heavily uh, on digital marketing so that's benefited uh, the industry there i would say okay so i was reading about digital marketing and the term was coined around 1990s and it has evolved ever since and continues to do so right like now it's entirely mainstream it's not just a category in marketing where do you see it going in say like next 5 10 years so i would say uh, the basic or fundamentals of marketing still apply today 
and uh, digital is just one of the ways of doing marketing so i mean the the you know five c's and four p's mm. uh, of marketing are still applicable you need to still think of those uh, before you know creating your value proposition as well as uh, providing benefits to your customers so digital i would say is just one channel uh, okay. to you know uh, market your business in terms of growth uh, i would say that uh, digital has been growing so i mean when i came to india in 2010 uh, the approximate spends in digital were close to 3% of the overall marketing budgets right so still large companies large brands were spending 90 95% of their budgets on traditional advertising mm-hmm. and uh, now i think the spends have tilted from 3% to maybe 30 to 35% on uh, digital platforms so oh. they have grown by you know 10x plus in the past 10 years and i would say uh, it will keep up with this pace so maybe in the next 10 years if you ask me uh, the digital budgets for any large brand or even a startup would be 60% and then maybe 30 or 40% on events and other forms of uh, yeah. traditional marketing so yes uh, that's a huge uh, growth also if you'll see uh, in terms of you know growth who's going to dominate uh, the digital marketing field uh, i think facebook and uh, google will continue to dominate it mm-hmm. more so facebook because they have the uh, right advertising platform and tools yeah and they have consumer data that brands and marketers can use to target specific audiences uh tiktok again uh, i i thought that you know uh, they were the fastest growing platform uh, and would have seen phenomenal growth uh, not just from you know a user base perspective but also from a advertising revenue perspective mm. uh, hadn't the current situation happened uh, in india and china so i would say if if the things matters get resolved then definitely tiktok comes back into the play and we have a lot of short form video content that will get created in the next 10 years so i would say facebook uh, you know tencent and uh, google will continue to dominate and uh, get a huge chunk of uh, digital marketing budgets and revenue from a, a marketer perspective i would say that in 10 years time people will be video first yeah. uh, like these 10 years was mobile first so i mean people started you know uh, the past 10 years was mobile first people started creating apps people started focusing on targeting users on mobile devices building mobile responsive websites and the next 10 years i would say people will focus on a video first marketing approach where they will focus on creating content uh, either for youtube for instagram any of the video platforms right and yeah. uh, look at you know distributing that video content in podcasts also right so yeah. i would say podcasts would be an out offshoot of uh, video as a focus 
in the next 10 years so video and audio is going to boom a lot in the next 10 years so you don't think like the negative the negative image of facebook that has started to build it's going to impact it so i would say yes there at some point there will be another facebook that will come up uh, okay you know that uh, might take over the reins but currently facebook is too strong uh, a platform and it has made the right acquisitions yeah so whether it is whatsapp instagram right and then uh, although it has launched a lot of copycat products like instagram reels yeah which i think is a total rip off of you know tiktok uh, and has done a lot uh, i mean in terms of growth i would still say that uh, facebook and all of its platforms are here to stay and it would be very difficult to displace uh, a big giant uh, like facebook right uh, yeah. especially growth is coming from uh, developing economies like uh, india and indonesia and uh, you know uh, southeast asian or asian countries uh, where facebook still you know sees yeah. growth in numbers so population will also grow in these countries and these areas especially in you know india china uh, indonesia mm-hmm. and uh, all the large companies all the internet players will look at these three countries to establish their presence and grab their next user base okay and uh, we were talking about edtech so you're also a visiting faculty in iits and iims and you've started your own online course so i wanted to touch a little about this online education system uh, i think just like digital marketing is taking over conventional marketing this whole online course uh, courses and certificates will take over our current formal education system why would i travel and attend a lecture with restricted timings if i can just study at home with complete flexibility um, what's your take on this yeah so i would say you know this is just uh, an accentuation of what the current generation is facing mm-hmm. uh, i've heard stories you know read an article somewhere that uh, a girl who was 14 years old in in the united states she was not ready to open the door even if the door bell rang multiple times because she was afraid of speaking to strangers right but mm. uh, this girl was uh, on all the social media platforms and she was you know spending at least 10 12 hours a day on her phone right so uh, the next generation i think uh, are very much uh, i would say habituated to using digital tools and uh, you know to using a laptop or using a phone they are a mobile first uh, generation yeah. and if i give an example cite an example of my own son who's 6 years old uh, you know uh, we thought that it would be challenging for him to uh, sit in an online class and for my 3 year old daughter uh she doesn't sit in front of us her zoom meeting right but sometimes she does but i would say that you know still they are doing pretty well in terms of uh learning uh the difficulty comes up with the education system is with with the teachers and academicians yeah. who are not used to these online methodologies of teaching i would say the audience is already there the audience is already digital first and uh, 
uh, you know there is huge growth that is possible but at the same time i would feel that you know uh, the offline education system or the formal education system still holds a lot of value if uh, they are able to imbibe uh, soft skills especially let's say in an mba program or you know in in any course i would say mm-hmm. uh, soft skills still matter a lot and life skills still matter a lot right so someone being able to repair their own bike or you know cook their own food mm-hmm. right uh, basic survival skills right or uh, how to communicate with uh, team members how to you know uh, make decisions as a leader right mm-hmm. uh, it's very difficult for all of this to be taught uh, in a zoom class or an online course so still an offline uh, university for me makes sense where uh, students come together and uh, more than you know more than anything it's the human connect and yeah. building those networks and uh, which will help you in the future right so if you are attending school let's say you are attending engineering at iit bombay right and you have a class of 100 people and maybe in 10 15 years all of them or maybe at least 50% of them might become founders and you might uh, get business from your friends itself right so yeah. uh, it is important to build these networks these connections and it's very difficult for that to happen in an online uh, system so i would still uh, go with a mix of you know uh, offline and online uh, most of the us universities are already doing that uh and uh, this was the case earlier also i i was yeah. hearing uh, guy kawasaki uh, who's the chief evangelist at canva he was saying that mm-hmm. in in 1980s or 70s he was able to take uh, three of his six classes from home and for the rest of the three classes maybe he had to attend a university or something like that or he was speaking to one of his podcast guests and i think the guest spoke about this so uh, uh so basically it is there it has always been there but now this will be i would say you know one of the propositions that most universities and traditional uh education systems will do is that they will uh, provide an uh, offline plus online uh, education system where maybe you don't have to travel every day to yeah. your school or college and you can opt for taking at least a few classes or they'll mandate at least a few classes to be taken offline right which yeah. uh, does make sense right so yeah although it comes with flexibility the online education system comes with a lot lot of flexibility but i would say it doesn't impart the relevant soft skills and doesn't help you to network and you know connect with uh, other humans right have that human connection so yeah. that's that's what my take is okay so going back to digital marketing uh, what would you say to someone who just like who wants to start a career in digital marketing what would be that one advice so uh, if you are in 2020 and you just want to start your career in digital marketing uh, now is i would say the best time uh, to start your career and if you've already been a traditional marketer it's never too late to start your career in 
digital marketing uh digital marketing is a field which is going to be there i would say at least for the next 20 years or so yeah so if you are making a career in marketing then digital is the way to go now to get started i would say uh, is that you need to aspire or try to become a t shaped digital marketer by t shaped digital marketer uh, what i would say is you need to specialize in one specific area of digital marketing but at the same time you need to have tangential or uh, you know basic level knowledge of all the other areas of digital marketing so there are many aspects of digital which we have right from you know social media marketing yeah. email marketing search engine optimization google ads facebook ads uh, web design and development right user experience design so uh, there is so much to learn and obviously uh, gaining skills across all these different areas uh, might take time so uh, take some broad level courses that give you you know a, a good perspective of all these different areas and then also look at your own personal interests and skills right so mm-hmm. it, do you like to travel or do you like to do photography or do you like to you know um, uh, discuss cricket right whatever it is uh, so that's your personal interest Mm. and then from a medium perspective think what you like to do whether you like to write blogs or whether you like to uh, do podcasts or whether you like to do videos right and uh, start creating content uh, which is an intersection of your passion as well as the medium right so start a youtube channel on cricket if you like to do cricket commentary or a cricket analyst yeah. start a podcast uh, maybe you know on photography right so once you'll start creating content by yourself you will start learning more about digital marketing uh, as you go ahead so it's very important that to learn about digital you should start becoming a content creator right and most of the first hires that will happen in companies will be uh, content creators going forward so someone who can create record a video on your smartphone quickly edit it on canva or maybe any other online software right and uh, put it out there on youtube instagram and target the audience right so yeah. i would say if you want to grow as a marketer you should uh, focus on one specific area of digital whether it's seo or you know content marketing social media marketing whatever it is and get deep skills in that specific area so do more of that but have surface knowledge across right and and second I, like i pointed out is start creating content don't be afraid of creating content uh, start producing video p- podcast whatever content it is mm-hmm. start creating content that that will make you a better digital marketer okay great so this is my last question what would you do if you weren't in digital marketing uh nice question and tough one uh, well i've given it a thought many times actually and uh, what i have to say is uh, i i'm still confused as to what would i do i would have chosen between one of these two things but um, i think from a uh, 
very young age i had uh, a good uh, you know liking for nature outdoors animals etc and when i was in the united states i actually happened to visit more than 30 national parks there mm. uh so i would say i would choose being a park ranger uh so a national park ranger uh, that you know takes care of the environment and the park so an environmentalist naturalist or a national park ranger would be my ideal uh, profession and second choice uh, if i would have to make uh, i have always uh, you know loved cricket right i would i think my love for cricket goes back till early 90s that's when i actually started watching cricket and so it's been maybe 20 25 years i have been a cricket uh, connoisseur and a, a big fan of the sport so maybe i'll get in i would have become a cricket analyst or a cricket commentator uh, if anything else but i i would leave these two career choices uh, maybe at a later stage once you know uh, i've made enough money i've yeah. given back to the community uh, i've taken care of my family and you know secured my future maybe i would think uh, so about one of these two so national park ranger i think is ruled out because of age uh, no one would want to uh, give me that job but in any which ways if i can contribute to taking care of the environment right at a later stage maybe i'll focus my energies there uh, and again uh, it i'll again bring by my digital skills obviously to it so whether it's creating video content blogs you know uh, content in that space and uh, cricket i don't know whether uh, i want to pursue that yeah okay. these two Oh, that's amazing. Thanks for the question, though. <laughs> so that uh, actually helped me to, you know, reflect on what I actually like. All right, then I think that's all. Uh, we can end this here. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Um, all the best to you and to the entire Briefcase family. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Sanidhya. Uh, looking forward to the podcast episode. Have a good day. <laughs>